to twig the flagship of stupidity but this is not the main show that you are accustomed to oh no 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 i am one of your two hosts today i am mike the Birdman dog but i'm not alone as i trick through outer space and here on earth i am joined with alex and that's right we are doing a halloween ish commentary that's right we are taking a look at a movie that looks like it was shot on shittio but it wasn't it was shot on 16 millimeter but it's that ultra low budget style from the 80s we are looking at Bloodsuckers from Outer Space, brought to you by Vinegar Syndrome, the company that has been bringing us a lot of cool indie and almost forgotten horror films that we've been taking a look at in the past, and it's time to ramp up with the commentaries again. Exactly, because it is the Halloween season full of ghouls, ghosts, and in this case, Bloodsuckers from Outer Space, kind of seems like it would be an appropriate time. Now, because this is a commentary, uh, this is a first reaction yeah, you know, type commentary. Commentary... Yeah, reaction commentary is probably the best way to put it. Yeah, now Alex is a bigger fan of doing these than I am. I prefer to go in knowing something about this. In in my mind, it's almost like you're going to be sitting with us as if this we're is how out. this is how we watch things when we're together. Yeah, like we we'll, talk we'll and chat. discuss. It's 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 not always just about the movie. It's about what's happening in the movie. What does it remind us of? What uh, you know? What was cool? What's not cool? What you get literally a live stream of consciousness like you're sitting in the room watching or in a theater with us watching together and that's the experience you get. So yeah, if you wanted to find this movie, I think you can buy it on Vinegar Syndrome's website. Yep, or on Amazon. Uh, the price is going to vary depending on the country and the time you buy it. Uh, but it was made in 1984. Uh, now it is in mono, so you're not going to get something you know with this crazy surround sound effects because it was an ultra low budget film. But that's almost charming in a way when they're, they're like that. So I'm hoping that this is going to be a very almost trauma esque experience. Now, what are some of the special features that are included on the uh, on the disc? It was uh, newly scanned and restored in high definition from the 60 millimeter prints. So this isn't uh, a 35 millimeter, which means there's going to be more film grain involved, uh, as well as that classic direct-to-video look even though this would have been theatrical for the time period uh you've also got a commentary track with uh, some of the creators and writers and directors of the movie you've got a 34 years later a 50-minute documentary about the making of the movie that goes into basically how how did they make this movie back in the day on such a low budget you've also got a 15-minute location featurette showing off where they filmed and the scouting locations and, and all that jazz 
as well as a bloody arm rip 101 which is a special effects featurette basically you're showing how you make stand like the standard practical effects stuff. and practical effects on a low budget exactly so, so. very trauma-esque in the the aesthetic and feel from what we can see for the movie we're going to go in cold beyond uh, you know we don't want to know any anything about the plot even the, what's on the back of the box we want to go in and just go what is our reaction to this and is this going to be a fun experience all right, so uh, let me queue up my Blu-ray player. We're playing this on a PlayStation 4. Yes, so sir. So we're hitting play right now. And we are in, and it's showing off a very... <laughs> you should be about 7, 8, 9, yep. 10, 11. So hopefully you're synced up with us right now. You should see it zooming in on like this pinwheel type thing i guess it's the company logo yeah one, one of, of those, those productions. productions it looks very and it's gonna be one of those i have so have a feeling almost a trauma-esque intro with the the uh very 1970s yeah early 80s-esque in its visual presentation oh the film grain is present oh yeah but <laughs> it looks kind of cool though in just the way that it looks it almost adds it to the fog sort of like that silent hill type look which you know what if i was making a a film myself and I actually had to film on film it would be cheaper to get 16 mil than it would to get 35 you could probably do some pretty good uh, cheap atmospheric effects just by having it on that film stock mm-hmm like when I went to film school we actually shot 16 millimeter movies uh, we had them in color though and then this well this is color too or no 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 sorry we did it on black and white oh, okay, not in it, color because that would have been way cheaper yeah but I, I thought it was kind of neat. Like, we were Wait. taught how to load the film into the camera. So even in the new millennium, you were still learning how to do basics that way? Yep. Just to get, we even learned how to edit on those uh, film tables. Oh, we're with the, the razor blades to cut yep. it up? Yep. Screw that. I, I didn't guess get just a, how good I was at it. I didn't get an opportunity to do that. I'm a few years younger than you. So when, when I was taking film classes in high school, which my school was one of the few schools in the, in the region that did have it, I was learning completely on... Digital. Yeah, on non-linear editing machines uh they were using max i think it was g3s they were so old so you were using probably the very um, early versions of final cut we were using on um, the student or projects it was was imovie oh wow because just for the basics but i was well liked by the teacher and was a computer whiz and i helped them fix things and i got to work on some of the, his productions that he was doing for school and even helped him edit some of his wedding videos that he was doing on a side project mm -hmm. on his you know dual core g5 with Final Cut Pro. And so I learned how to do a lot of that stuff there. I didn't learn special effects as that was beyond uh, what I could do in the scope of that couple courses. But I did learn on that. And he said, well, when you go to film school, you're going to have to learn how to do it in the uh, original format on film. And I said, are you sure? Because if this is this easy for us to do, they're going to be moving uh, away from that. And literally that year that I graduated from high school, like 05, 06, uh, he had received a note from... Uh, from one of the magazines that he he was uh, subscribed to saying that uh, Disney and two other studios were moving completely digital that year. Mm -hmm. So it's funny. You've got a skill that I would love to have in that you, you're able to actually cut and edit tape. And yes. The, whether I can still remember how to do it, that'd be question. Splicing is splicing. I think it'd be harder to, to dub VHS tapes, which is probably something you might've learned too. Or Yes. We had to learn that as a part of my electronic news gathering, which is my EMG. Yeah. And everything now is completely digital. Yeah. Which movies like this would be easier to make significantly because availability to cameras, equipment, stuff like that. And uh, But digital grain never has the same look because it's all randomized digital, digitally versus what's in the natural film. Mm -hmm. 
Evidently, Farmer John here is uh, being assaulted by the wind. And wind chimes, specifically. <laughs> Jump cuts. Oh my god, that's irritating. <laughs> oh, and they're breaking the... Uh, the rule. Yeah, there was a line of... Uh, line of sight or... 90 no. degrees, something or other. I still remember some film stuff, but not everything. That being said, on a low budget, that's actually not a bad effect. Disorienting, whatever they were doing. And the film grain's almost gone. Interesting. They're using different stocks probably to save money on anything that doesn't have a principal actor probably uses cheaper film stock. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, is he having a heart attack? Any place you can save a dollar. Oh, maybe. I, I, I decided to read the back of the box while like we were talking. Yes. Evidently, it's an invisible alien presence that invades rural Texas. Oh. So maybe the wind was the, the presence. And the wind chimes? Okay. Cows are just like, the fuck, dude? <laughs> Ooh, that's pretty chunky looking blood. And chickens. If this would have been made a few years later, you would have thought he was in a gang affiliation with his bandana. <laughs> Ooh. That's not bad looking for blood effects. Ew. Holy. Well, I mean, they, you can kind of see yeah, where the hose is. It's a little too high. And it's a little too watery. And a little foamy. But that's okay, though. You, and you, you know what? This is just an observation. Uh, you can totally tell this was shot in the 80s just because that unique vest coloration. <laughs> what the Christ? And now it's got 60s music. Oh, my God. 50s or 60s music. Bloodsuckers. Does it have a theme song? Not. Oh, I thought I was gonna say Thawne Matthews. Gonna say, holy shit, Night of the Living Dead. Or Tom Thomerson. <laughs> or Tim Thomerson. Tim Thomerson. See if I recognize any names in here. No, not no. a one. Now they may be people that we saw later on as like. Well, isn't Glenn Coburn like the writer of this? Maybe. Big John Brigham as Norman. Yeah, Paul let me. Yeah, Paulson. from writer director Glenn Coburn. Kind of like how there's this blondie sounding motherfucker. Little Pat Benatari. Yeah. I kind of like how the makeup reminds you of the Romero esque zombies from Dawn yeah. of the Dead. Not as advanced as Day of the Dead, because this would have been a year before Day. Although, probably realistically, it was shot probably the year before. I just like the cars in that era, because they had 80s cars, 70s, 60s, and 30s. Like, the 80s is when you could still get cars that worked from 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, no. <laughs> Not unless they're like a classic that's been restored. Yeah, Glenn Coburn is in it. He is the guy that directed it and wrote it. He's one of the supporting actors. Like how this guy's kind of like a discount Stephen King. He's eating a rib. He's just and eating. what 
this asshole reminds the guy on the right there reminds me of the Dennis Quaid character from Independence Day. Oh, Randy Quaid's character. Yeah, yeah, fucking Randy Quaid, not Dennis oh. Quaid. He even looks like the motherfucker. Yeah, just without uh, the Crazy craziness. Eyes. Yeah. And he's a redhead, this guy. It sounds like the South Park guy's making fun of Texas. You get off my loon, you do me germs. That guy looks like he made Apple computers. <laughs> I guess he's so given off this discount Stephen King vibe. Oh, wow. There's some dialogue you can't get away with now. I'm going to believe he said hobo, not homo. Yep, that's but, what I'm going with. But then again, it is the Deep South that he's playing a caricature of, of somebody who's a bigot. So I don't have a problem with it if it's in the context of the character. Yeah. If you're going to write quote-unquote believable dialogue. You, you got somebody who's supposed to be a inbred hick who's a, a bigot. They're going to say things that you don't agree with. Yeah. Which I guess in certain ways, I guess I'm glad I'm not a script writer or any kind well, of TV and here's, writer. here's the thing. You can write it, again, it just has to make sense for the character. Yeah, it has to make sense in context. Yeah. Like, you can't just have somebody who's, like... Spouting off racist for no For, for no, no reason. reason. Yeah. Guy in the middle looks like uh, the guy from Office Space. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Milton, yeah. Yeah, if you could get those TPS reports on my That's desk, who he looks like. There. Yeah, that dude. Not Milton. And a mixture between him and Kevin Bacon. Yes! I can see it in, in, in the face. The baconness is strong. He's just playing with a door for fun. Yep. They're like, this is the take we're uh, going to go with. They might only have had enough for one or two takes if they're if filming. If you're talking about vampires. And that mustache is... A, oh. If you can't grow up Magnum P.I. style, don't bother. About vampires. They are... You know, I'll give them one thing. They're doing more than Kevin Smith does in that the camera's moving around. Because <laughs> he always jokes about how he's just dialogues with the camera sitting static. Mm -hmm. They are editing enough. I think they're limited in, in probably the talent they have of actually making it. But so far, it's better than most trauma films as far as the cinematography goes. But I'm hoping it has that, that campy like feel like, like that intro had. Mm -hmm. I kind of hope that music plays every time the, the zombies are there. Or the sorry, the vampires that look like zombies. Yeah. Zompires, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, zompires. There we go. There's a movie that the uh, the asylum could make. Zompires. I mean, they have not really dead, not really alive. Well, they, they have lava lantulas, lava tarantulas. Oh my Christ! They've made two or three of those. Okay, what the fuck is this man eating? It looks like a pig's tail, or, or like a random rib. bacon. No, it's a rib. That's a rib bone. But why would he not eat all the meat? And he just threw it at them. That yeah, like that's a, contaminating your crime scene. That looked like a good rib. Okay, and this asshole looks like Forrest Gump when he's running across America. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> okay, Jenny, I'm going home now. Or Merle Haggard. <laughs> Grizzly Adams looking dude. 
Grizzly Adams did have a beard. This guy looks like a hillbilly version of somebody from Strange Brew. Actually, you know, he looks a lot like somebody I know. The guy that was controlling the computer yeah. looks like the stepfather of one of my friends from high school. <laughs> what the fuck? Mind you, there's something I like about the simple gray zombie makeup from Dawn of the Dead. You, you know I've what? just always liked it. It's like the American version of when you see, uh, uh, was it ghosts or the like the hopping Chinese movies where they have the hopping ghosts where they have their yeah. arms straight out? They use that same effect where it's just like white corpse paint. Here, use this bottle of whiskey. It, well, you're in a medical facility. Clearly the most well, professional people around. When in Texas. When right? in rural Texas. When in Texas in the 80s. <laughs> like, I'm surprised. They'll be like, oh, you can't drink that while driving and they hand you a beer instead. <laughs> okay, maybe he's not dead. Um, <laughs> I'm so lost. That pea soup got spit up. Is that a microwave in the background? I kind of think it is. <sighs> she looks like the girl from Ghostbusters. Janine, yeah. And this came out right around the same time. Yeah, right around the same time. She's like, discount Annie Potts. She has the largest glasses I have ever seen as far as... Like, those are like Mr. Magoo, uh, Martin Scorsese meets... Uh, and this guy looks like Greg Sestro, the guy yeah. from The Room. And uh, Sorry, her glasses, they look like the old man glasses from Up. Oh, right. Carl's glasses, yeah. Well, at least it looks like they actually are filming in Texas. But say, Texas yeah, plates, I mean, they, they took the attention to detail for that. Be funny. We're in Texas, and it's like Colorado plates or something stupid. Yeah, we're in Ohio. <laughs> Texas is one of those weird states where it's like Canada. You can have so many different climates Environments, in one place. Yeah. When I went to the last time I went to Texas, it was raining. It was raining, snowing one day. The next day, it was eighty degrees. And you got desert, and you got lush land, and you got yep. When you come in I mean, from it, it Texas, is a, Tana and come It is right a large state, but you wouldn't expect something that south to be like that. They have every climate except for swamps, right? No, there's swamps. But like not like gators and stuff. Oh, yeah. Really? Yep, there's alligators. I think there's alligators even. Would that, be, would that be on like the northeast or southeast end of it or something? Yeah. The eastern side. But then again, I'm not an, a biologist, so I really couldn't tell you. But I do know there are gators further north that what you might think. That guy you know what? I, I've always wondered who walks into a store and says, "Can you get me a suit of armor that looks like it, like it would be suited for a small person?" I'm, it's kind of neat. It's neat, but it's weird. Like, hey, you know who that looks like? Okay, it's, this is going to become the comparison movie where we're comparing everybody to everybody. But really, that guy looks like uh, the guy in the overalls. Yeah, he looks like a cross between uh, Huey Lewis from Huey Lewis and the News and uh, uh, Heisenberg. 
<laughs> What's his name? Uh, Walter White. Yeah, look at him. Look from that distance. Oh, he does look like Brian Cranston. Yeah. Yeah, Brian Cranston with uh, a little bit of uh, Huey Lewis. Have to be a square. What's a? Oh, I don't want to say what's a DP. <laughs> oh boy. Trying to figure out what his shirt says. It's probably something they couldn't get the rights to. That's a very large Jesus picture. Or you know who he reminds you of in this particular instance? Um, the Garrick from DS9. You know what? Yeah. You can see right. it? <laughs> he has, they, I'm but a simple shopkeep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course. I mean, he just owns and runs a business. That's all. <laughs> oh, <Galaxies>. jokes. <laughs> we are terrible people. We are terrible inside joke people. I bet you that's a velvet painting of Jesus. Oh, I, I kind of almost hope it's needlepoint. My God, that that would take forever and a, and a day to but do. But devotion to Jesus. JC's hardcore. Him and his MAGA hat. <laughs> I didn't know what that meant until like the, the terminology. That, yeah. But it kept popping up everywhere and I'm like, oh, now I get it. Yeah, it took me forever we to, used to figure call, that out, too. I'm like, what the hell does MAGA we mean? We used to call them trucker hats. Now we just call them stupid racist hats. <laughs> <laughs> Look, they've got bookends up there, right? Yeah. Those horses are other bookends that are just sitting next to the bookends. And that's bugging me a lot. They just like horses. And is that like... A champagne bottle up there or something? A champagne bottle next to a Michael Jackson with his hand in the air? Is, like, I... is she wearing a wig? I think so, because no one's hair is Also, is it like a the... man? I don't think so. No. Okay. I didn't mean to be insensitive, but I, that's, a, uh, that's a handsome woman. But then again, that would kind of play into the low-budget feel. What, if they couldn't afford women? Well, so no. Hired men to play all the roles. They're like, well, we don't have much of a budget. We can't hire somebody else. Oh, hire like one person to play three or four roles. Yeah, and that's kind of the joke. That could work. <gasps> I kind of always wanted those those fuzzy dice. I had a pair as, yeah. as a kid. We had a set in our in our van. And then there's this. Okay, that was a good sound effect for the tire popping, but... The music just so if, you, if you've ever been in a car when the tire pops, it jiggles a lot more than that. Yes, it does. Especially when you're on the highway. I was going down the 401 going to a Proto Men concert. About, oh, good God. That's like 110 kilometers an hour. Yeah, and let me tell you, your life goes before your eyes friggin' fast. So, for, for our American friends, uh, the 401... Basically, the average traffic speed is about... Average interstate. It is about 60 to 65 miles an hour. It, you go generally a little bit above the speed limit because that's the flow of traffic. And nobody stops you if you're all going at the same speed. Yeah, it was not so fun. So, we're not talking Quebec where, you're, where you can go like 130, which is like 85 miles an hour or something. But it's fast enough and on the busiest... It's the busiest highway freeway in North America for that stretch. You know, there's a decided lack of bloodsuckers in this from outer yeah. space. But then again, we're only like 20 minutes in. 
But the movie's only an hour and 20 minutes, including the credits. I'd like to know at what point they're like, you know what this movie needs? Guy change a tire. I mean, I'm, I'm feeling we're set up here to watch something crazy happen. Yeah. I always thought those old jacks were interesting. I, I didn't... Oh, what, that's... What, why? That's a, well, he just got in an argument about his future, so... Also, Stupid dad doesn't get also, me. Also, they are not using sugar glass. Like, the side windows, that's how they actually shatter. But the way he was hitting his front windshield, thats they didn't put sugar glass in there. That's real glass he was breaking. Because it's meant to do that, so it doesn't just shatter in your face while you're driving. Person's going to turn around and go, What you doing? Offer him a ride. <laughs> do you need help? Because you're clearly fucking crazy. Of course, pretty lady. Clearly. Yeah, because that happens. Yeah, I had a blow up. A tire blew as so I decided to smash my car. My takeaway from this, I love those old Coke cans where the yeah. tab ripped completely off. I blame uh, Mountain Dew for introducing us. Remember we had the thin tabs for the yep. longest time for like 15 years? Yep. And then they switched to the wide mouth. That was only supposed to be for Mountain Dew. Now everything is the wide mouth. Yeah. And well, remember, actually Mountain Dew had the super wide mouth where it looked like, uh, like a, I guess, a kidney bean. Mm-hmm. But I, I think a couple drinks still do that. Foreign drinks where you get the tab and you pull it open. That is some 80s hair on her. Yeah. But she's still pretty in that classic 80s way. Every actress from the 80s that's in one of these type of like horror movies has a very classic appeal to me. Well, it's, it's, it's girl next door who's dolled up. Is really yeah. Like, like for lack of a better term. And they even her, her like outfit, I like. They, they didn't go for anorexic supermodels like they did in the 90s and later. Mm-hmm. It was always <clears throat> like built in whatever capacity and just... You well, know. You, well, you could be a star and have all different types of body types, sizes, voices... They're, now, if you notice, a lot of horror movies and, and comedies, they try to cast basically the same. They use, like, market information that finds the best thing. But reality is, they try to cast... Everybody for a long time now has been Megan Fox. Yeah. And, I mean, that's she's an attractive woman, but that's not attractive to everybody. Also, not realistic in your movies. No. Because not everybody's going to look the exact same. Yeah, not everybody looks like they walked off the seat. What? Does she she has nitrous? What the fuck? <laughs> This has turned into the Fast and the Furious. This just got awesome. Oh, no, no. He's, is he... Huffing... He's huffing nitrous? <laughs> That's good shit. What the fuck? Okay, so the car doesn't have nitrous. They have nitrous. Just because. Or is it just oxygen? That's some good that shit. Because that can get you high. It can, and I can verify that. Yeah, oh, yeah, a lot of oxygen in the hospital. I was over when they increased your oxygen, and you're just like, woohoo! You went all loopy for a few minutes because Mike went from having like 80% oxygen to 100% real fast. I felt great. Well, what do you want, sir? We're from the United States Army. We came to see Dr. Pace and his research team. <laughs> um, <laughs> that works. Also, his uniform just has a symbol on the side that has A for America on it. God. Because you know they bought these at the closest Army Surplus store. See, that's what I love Army Surplus stores. Because you can find the coolest shit ever. Yeah. 
Like oh. I like when I was a kid, I had gas masks, I had army helmets that were regulation. You, there was one downtown that moved downtown Kitchener, but you're gonna when I go with Blair next time to like the the wholesale place when we're looking for stuff for us. Right across the street is the army surplus for the region. We should I should go in there one time with her and just take some pictures for you of something that you might want to get. Um, you still have to show your papers. No. <laughs> but you know, you know what? The reality is, a real soldier if, would, wouldn't have gotten that far. He would have had his gun raised immediately. No, he would have been stopped uh, well se- before the gate. Secondly, if if he was a true soldier, they, he wouldn't have been allowed to keep a mustache. Nope. Uh, but he would have also. Oh, is he the mystical black guy? Only back then, it wasn't the mystical black guy that told you everything. Go get him, Forrest Gump. Because, what was it, uh, like Tony Todd in almost every movie? everybody in this movie except the main character has facial hair, I guess, and the guy's girlfriend? Now, the most facial hair you have, the, the more you have, the wiser you become? It's kind of like Morgan Freeman. The more freckles you have, the more wise you, the, the more closer you are to God. Every time he gets a freckle Very and, and, and he gets the wings or something? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> every time he passes on wisdom, he gets a new freckle. That's framed weird. That reminds me very much of Tom McLaughlin, the guy who directed Friday the 13th Part 6. Yeah. He injected the weird humor into his movies. There's one point where they have this groundskeeper. He's like, some folks got a strange sense of humor, and he looks right at the camera. You know what? This movie, it's framed 185 to 1, you know, standard, uh, standard widescreen for theatrical release. This was clearly filmed on non-anamorphic it was probably filmed full frame on 16 millimeter who's low rank quentin tarantino uh i don't know His but army. yeah you can see some other people are the tall people are out of frame slightly because it was probably filmed originally it would have been theatrical but it would have been for a vhs market at the time oh the general is supposed to be like texas version of jack nicholson i guess the way he talks General Sanders. Oh, yeah, that's on purpose. I swear to God, if those are school desks just pushed together. Her, her earrings, I don't... Are they watches? He's holding his cigar weird. Uh, in general terms, General, several days ago, an energy field from beyond our atmosphere descended upon us and has had some rather bizarre effects on some of our local residents. I kind of like, uh, I, this is just me looking way too far into this. Uh, I'm getting a Day of the Dead vibe from all the scientists. They remind me very much of... Um, I've never seen Day of the Dead. Oh my god, it's... I've seen you know Dawn it's, and all the other ones. It's an underrated Romero movie. Okay. And 
the special effects uh, was Greg Nicotaro's first movie, who's the guy who's like one of the primary showrunners for Walking Dead, or at least was anyway. I think he writes and directs a lot of them, but anyway. Uh, he was an apprentice to Tom Savini. Um, and all these guys have this weird Day of the Dead scientist vibe to them, and that's just something that I'm, I'm just kind of digging on right now. Totally not It's also the time period, though, right? Like, yeah. Because Dawn of the Dead was mid-late 70s? Yeah. And then Day was early 80s? Dawn, I think Dawn was 77, 78, and Day was 84, 85. That's the same as this. Yeah. Also underrated, Land of the Dead. Yeah. I really enjoyed that one. It was Dennis, the first Dead I saw in theaters. Uh, Dennis Hopper and all. I saw the remake of Dawn, which is the only fast zombie movie I like. I like 28 Days and 28 Days Later. Or sorry, no. 28 Days Later and 28 Weeks. That's it. 28 Days was the Sandra Bullock movie, which was a dramatic prequel. <laughs> I am 90% sure that's the guy from Day. Like, what, one of the scientist buddies to Sarah. Well, there's a lot of people that were going to have overlap in these budget, in these kind of budgeted films at the time period. Mm -hmm. that's a good guess, General. In fact, that's the General's the best actor so far. I don't know. I, I, I kind of like the stupid kid. That's some good shit. He has very bad teeth. Did he say Colonel or General Sanders? I don't know. I missed that. Hey, you know who that guy looks like, though? Eddie Izzard. I don't know. I see more the guy from the room who was uh, Buddy's best friend. That was an abrupt cut. That's a trailer shot. Oh. You know she got hired for her pipes. Oh, and she... She definitely heard her voice doing that. Oh, my God. That was probably one take, and that's all you're going to get. Yeah. Like, I, I got friends who work in the voiceover industry, uh, specifically who work on anime, and they'll blow their voice for days doing well, all those screaming. And, and that's them going at about 90. She was at 100% oh, yeah. full bore. She went all in. She didn't even look like she warmed her. She literally grabbed her throat as she was screaming at the end there. Okay, so the the girl there, the scientist, mm -hmm. she is clearly from Texas or something. She's gone from a British accent. She switched to Australian now and then back to British. That's where Full House got it. <laughs> How woo. Man, that show sucks. And you, scientist Tim? Oh, did he just fall asleep there? Oh, no, he's writing. <laughs> Can you imagine falling asleep at a meeting with the military? A guy just pulls a gun on your partner? He's like, yep. Or he's doing a crossword puzzle. Research city. I, I, I like the tone they're going for. They know they're low budget, so they had to... It's, it's weird. It's serious, not serious at the same time. It's just enough above the line. Uh, center actor is the worst. You see what I mean? Her accent keeps fluctuating. Yeah, like Lady Pick one. This is the most important scientific discovery since Kansas. We can't let it slip through our fingers. 
I will give him one thing. Nobody's reading off cue cards. Nope. They're probably like, here's your basic idea, run with it. Seriously, there's so... She has, like, her eyeglasses are magnifying glasses they glued together. That's how big they are. Also, that guy's got a bit of a creepy man in a van glasses thing going on. All right. Good plan. <laughs> Let's go get drunk. Also, he's the only scientist that was wearing, like, t-shirt and jeans or something. He's very mellow. Will you stop? He's doing so much. Thanks a lot for the ride. Maybe we can do it again sometime. I'm ready for it. Not to complain about somebody's looks, but her eyes are too small for her eye sockets. Look at my stamp collection. I'd love to. Oh, I oh wait, no, cute. no. It was just the angle I looked at. That was my brain playing tricks on me. Uh-oh. They're going to have sex. Because it's the 80s. It's the sex. They're going to make whoopee? Because that's the... What, what are their 80s terms that moms would say are dated? Screwing. Uh, that's one of my favorites. No, no, no. Here's a very 70s one. Are you going to make it? You're going to go all the way? Fucker right in the pussy. <laughs> I can't believe that became an ism of our... Oh, and it happened so much up here afterwards, more in the, up here than in the States. <laughs> Whatever gave you that idea? His couch is broken. Look at it. Guarantee you they picked that up at, at the Salvation Army. Does that camera see it? Like that preview shot, it was just unusually low. Yes. It was weird. They set it on a coffee table, I think. And I thought his camera was a GameCube controller for a second. Okay. But I miss cameras like that. I miss analog film. And that's why I don't have an analog camera, but I do have the SLR because I like the feel and sound it makes. Yeah. And, and I don't care what anybody says about the and most fancy... single lens reflux was always my favorite to shoot on. The most fancy cameras on phones now still can't beat an entry-level SLR because the amount of light it can let in. Yeah. Because you can adjust the aperture and all it's, that I mean, stuff. And, and you can do that on like these really high-end dual-lens phones, but the aperture lens, it's... It's a pinhole compared to the amount of light you can capture with a good lens on a good SLR, even an entry-level one. Mm -hmm. So that's why I keep that. For anything I'm shooting that is uh, more important to me than just taking a quick snapshot, mm -hmm. it's so much better. Now, question. Do you think we... Heads, flip head, uh, coin. Are we going to get boobs in this or not? I'm going to say no. You're going to say no? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say we're, we're going to get some really weird violence when this movie decides to eventually pick up. Because we're, we're 40 minutes in. Yep. It's an hour and 20 minutes long. I'm knocking shit on the floor. Of course. Now, on the actual set, there's nothing listing if it's rated R or not. It just says 82 minutes, 1984, color, and then region free. And that it comes with a DVD and a Blu-ray. 
There's nothing in there that states if it's rated R or not. There's only one answer to all our questions. Wait, the only what? The, the answer is is getting it sex? on. <laughs> I mean, that's a great answer. See, but... that doesn't work in real life. I don't just randomly pick up girls and, and they're like, hey, Alex, I want a bone and we want a bone hard now. I'd be like, I would first bring pause to this and go, how often does this happen to this girl? And if it happens... Uh, I'm glad you picked up a stranger who huffed your nitrous. Also, and you were sitting on your broken couch with dirt and garbage. Ha! <laughs> All right. So that's a thing. You know what would be really funny if she screamed right now? Wrong hole! <laughs> <laughs> In the Navy, there is no wrong hole. Because we're progressive like that. <laughs> In the Navy, there's really only one hole. It's whatever one feels right. Oh, that's a good way to handle the sex scene. Yep. That's pretty funny, though. What I would love, if you wanted to make it more comedy, have some barnyard animal noises coming out of there, too. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of getting that vibe. Like, it's going to get really goofy later on when things really start to pick up. Congratulations, you've trashed his already trashed apartment. They had sex so hard they demolished they the They splintered tables? That's not sex, that's a wrestling match. Oh, she finally introduced herself. So what do you think? They had a house of horrors. They're also not... Like, wouldn't she be covered in sweat? Maybe it's cold. Cold sex that vibrated the whole house and they destroyed everything with his boning? Those are some tidy whiteies. They're very white. And he doesn't have skid marks, at least. That's what's wrong with these movies. They never show the realism of... Yeah, skid marks. ...of the accidental skid mark. Holy shit, a zombie. It only took us 37 minutes to get into it. What? Oh, is he going to have sex with the zombie? Oh, how hilarious would that be if he just started talking to him for a second and it zoomed out and it had the same sound effects of them having sex? But... <laughs> Oh, no. I'm going to get you. Would you like this bag of blood? <laughs> what the fuck? This is the same year that Nightmare on Elm Street came out. So There's a bit of a different tone. Let's poke him a few times. I love that the 80s had such a hard, like huge variety of the types of horror movies and the budgets. Like you have this as the ultra low budget level. Well, not ultra. Ultra low budget would be shot on video. Yeah. So this is the one step up. They actually used film and it preserved well enough because it wasn't on tape. Well, yeah. The fact that Vinegar Syndrome could actually restore this from a good print. Yeah. like is and, set, really and If they're restoring it from 16 mil, that would have been the original prints they were using. Mm -hmm. So... First of all, it's 16 mil, which is, contrary to popular belief, a step up from filming digital. I would say 8 millimeter film is lower quality than you can get digital, but like, if you film on 16 millimeter uh, under good lighting conditions, it's better than using those Red One cameras. Because you just capture better light that way. Uh, maybe not the 8K cameras they're using now, uh, but 
it still has a timeless feel to it where you don't have to worry about the degradation of uh, let's say like an analog element like if you look at those movies that were shot on video it takes a lot to remaster them and then there's a limitation what they can do you can't re-scan in uh, a beta master tape at bigger than and better resolution than what it was filmed at this you can just oh blood's coming this you can just restore it as needed and keep the film grain to give it a bit of a cinematic effect now i'm just doing a little bit of reading on this because i can evidently according to the dallas observer this is one of the best low budget films made in texas I wonder when it's, that was it's considered one of the kings of the ultra low budget b movie so this might have only cost like 10 or 20 grand yeah, I can't imagine. Honestly, at my college, we could have made this. Yeah, but I remember. Well, you, well, yeah, true. And you have as long as you have access to sixteen millimeter. Uh, I did notice one thing. They have a did a pretty good job of whatever ADR they're doing, whatever atmospheric recording they're doing. You're not getting a lot of noise from anything else. There's mm-hmm. not a lot of wind. There, it's got a decent person doing audio. Come on. Is he going to be a zombie? I hope so. It looks like there's blood on his jeans. Random turkey. That turkey's going to be for dinner someday. Which, you know what's amazing? This will date the, this episode somewhat, but I, I, I was reading on Twitter. Yeah. According to the Ottawa Transit, yep. they were advising passengers to be careful of getting off at one bus stop because of a wild turkey attack. Yeah, I can, I can see that happening. But you know what? Turkey, one of the ugliest birds, turns out to be one of the tastiest. Damn right. Something be fucked up. Her hair changed style completely. Oh. Well, that's not normal. Oh, it was Elvis he had. It was a shrine to Elvis, not Michael Jackson. Oh, okay. Um... I like how the zombies retain their intelligence. Almost foiled by a fence. This might be the first time that this was done. Where they're possessed but not really possessed. Kind of like Return of the Living Dead. Oh, he's speaking for you. Don't be scared. <laughs> Does this mean you're not going to start for supper? Jeff? 
This is weird. They're, they're taking this surprisingly well. You know what? This is actually kind of cool. <laughs> this is very trauma-esque. You should all see the look on my face. <laughs> That's what I always like to say. Suck, suck, suck. <laughs> I just cocked my... Did he just karate kick him? Yes. Now we got dueling banjos. Um, <laughs> I'm waiting for a trauma effect. See, wowie! It just turned into, I don't know, uh, I'm Sergeant kind of Kabuki at a loss Man. for words, yeah. They don't have any Foley effects for the fight. That's the only downside to this. Yeah, there's no Foley effects. And they sped it up to... What, it's like 35 frames a second? No, it's, or what, 15 frames a second so it looks faster? What was that? That was a wily e. Coyote. Oh, boy. He just w raised his eyebrows at the camera like, you know what I'm doing. <laughs> Gonna eat your girlfriend now. Maybe we should go, Jeff. <laughs> and random duck. Or swan. That was a goose. <laughs> Stop looking at me, goose. But it wasn't one of those pig fucker goose from up here. Fucking Canada geese, protected ass animal that thinks it's the king of the world because it fucking is. Cobra chicken. Shithawks. Those are the <laughs> real shithawks. <laughs> I love how mellow she is. Wave goodbye. We'll see if I we wonder can. if it just enhances your your personality. He just called him Colonel Sanders. Is that a Chinese flag? Or is it the Texas flag? Probably the Texas flag. Because it's a red flag with the stars. Okay, so the general, for anybody that's an old school wrestling fan, looks like uh, Jerry Briscoe. And if anybody's listening that knows that, look him up, Jerry Briscoe. Congratulations. I will look him up and show Michael so he can agree with me. I, I really thought the, the general was going to say, you are so smart. You can come home and fuck my sister. I really thought he was going to say something oh. crass along those lines. Come inside. Wash up. Watch TV. Fuck my wife. <laughs> Good times. From, from Carol and Kumar. <laughs> right. The wrestler, Jerry Briscoe. Yeah, he really does. The general. I like how he also has a picture of himself on the wall. 
then I, again, thought, I thought for a second it might have been like Patton or Eisenhower, but it's, it's picture him. Then again, if I could have a picture... Oh, he just drank his coffee uh, with his, his cigar uh, ashes in it. Uh, that's so gross. You almost barked there? Yep. Better not spit any bananas back and forth. Oh, fuck you, dude. <laughs> I almost made Michael barf one of the first times I was over here by showing him the, the gong show where they were spitting bananas into each other's mouths and he started hurt like... Because that's a talent, he, right? He dry heaved so hard because it was a slow banana drop. Oh, I was so, so sick. And I only stopped because his wife said I'd have to clean it up. It was really funny, though. It was fucking you. Nobody's home with the doors unlocked? I remember when screen doors used to have secondary doors in them. Or that like that, that. Yeah, that bottom thing, it could be either be used for mail slipping it yeah, through. Yeah, mail, or just open it up to let more wind through. Or, or it actually was a spot where you could put, like, Doggy on the lower doors. part there, it would say, like, the residence of so-and-so family. Yeah. Back when people used to actually like to advertise that. My mom did that. Her mailbox, she, she made a mailbox that just said, like, the Richie Roost or something like that on it. The one thing that house has that I don't have is a double sink. My sink in my apartment's only single. I don't care. All for we it. have are cell phones. We don't have landlines. That's something else that you know how we horrors yeah. in the '80s were stopped because of like a landline oh, phone. There's a chainsaw. chainsaw. So that's coming up. Oh, it's the guy from the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Oh. There. Cookies. Okay. You know what? That is the most realistic thing I've seen happen so far. Anybody that opens up a cookie jar, you always smell the cookie to see how fresh it is still. Yep. Especially if you didn't know when you put it in there. So, also, I like that cookie jar. It was pretty cool. Is that an outhouse? I'm going to stay out here where it's safe and just explore mindlessly. No, stay by the car and keep the engine running. Very much a Night of the Living Dead vibe here. Just much... Night of the Living Dead had, like, those movies had a comedy in it, but it was more, it wasn't tongue-in-cheek. It was, this is gruesome, and then here's some sick, twisted satire. Right? Like, it had a bit of a, a bite or attitude to it. Mm -hmm. This is more along the lines, like, I keep saying trauma, it's that comedy horror more than anything. Like, hence the surfer-sounding music. Now, this is kind of neat. I, I, I just found this out. Um, Chainsaw's happening. Evidently, Bloodsuckers from Outer Space, what we're watching, premiered at the Joe Bob Briggs Drive-In Festival in 1984. Holy shit. He just decapitated them. So, wait, Joe Bob, isn't he the guy that had that TV show? Yeah, yeah, Joe now, Bob Briggs, he, which is now exclusive to Shudder. Now, was he... But not in Canada. Well, that, that means Crave or somebody will pick it up here. Probably not. No, it's but, exclusive to Shudder. No, but somebody will get the rights to it in Canada. I doubt it. Well, Shutter's in Canada. Yeah, it's so weird. Like, some some station in Canada must have the rights to his previous work. No, it's because of the stuff that he shows. No one has the rights to the movies. They the, they can broadcast the wraparounds, but they'll make no sense unless you have the movie. Oh, because they're not public domain movies he's exactly. doing, Exactly. Right? It's so, kind of like MST3K. So basically, it would be like if they had episodes up here, it would have to be ones that Shutter are Shutter originals. Exactly. So when they get the rights to the movie, then do it. <laughs> Here comes Lawrence. 
<laughs> this is handled I, this has to be like a $10,000 budget but if it is if it is that ultra low mm -hmm. it's handled super well the only thing is and it's not a fault of the the DVD or Blu-ray release is it's clearly supposed to be an open matte mm -hmm. film that was filmed for full screen and they've cropped it so certain shots people's heads are a little higher than they, you'd want them to be but it's no different than most of those direct-to-video movies that have had conversions to DVD. Mm -hmm. This is how it was intended to be shown in theaters. It's just not how it was shot. What are you trying to do? Scare me to death. Who are you? I'm Norman the Dentist. You kids shouldn't just hang around a weird place like this. Listen, what the hell is going on Weird things. Very weird things. Too many weirdos. Could you be a little more specific? Leave now or you'll die. <laughs> Just like old Ralph in Friday the 13th. Leave, doomed. leave now or you'll die. He's a weirdo. Yeah, that's him. Could you tell me where he is? You don't want to find that weirdo. <laughs> wow. Hey. Inspired writing. In, in a government testing lab, the, the custodian facilities workers are probably some of the most unsung heroes. Because they make sure everything stays sterile, and they sh and they shut the fuck up about what what they see. Yes, they're very because you never hear them. They're never the ones that are the whistleblowers. It's always the scientists. Yeah, they they keep their head down. They're paid well. They clean up well. They keep the place running. So don't call him a janitor, bitch. Exactly, he's a custodial engineer. Yeah. They're revealing the plot, I guess. Exposition. It's so, it's, it's a weird concept, but kind of high concept at the same time. I think, like I said, for a low budget film, they're handling it as well as they can. I'm not disappointed in this. Like, I'm not bored at all. Even though I thought the beginning was going to be boring, I'm not as bored as I thought I would be. They've, I don't think they could have done a one and a half hour movie with this. No. So they're smart to have done, looks like most of the credits at the beginning of the film, and then Probably an hour and 20-ish minutes running time. I mean, obviously, if you want to know more, go check out the special features and the documentary. Oh, uh, yeah, obviously. And, like, there's there's actually enough special features that out... They're longer than the actual movie. So... Pretty good speech. Yeah, I, I think this is the best part, honestly. 
That was a good, like, that's the best they could do. It was the best atmosphere. You know what it looks like they filmed this at? A community college. Probably. Because it has a, an auditorium for lectures. It, it doesn't look like a science It looks like a school that they had, they got to film in on like a Saturday or Sunday. And, you know, of course you'll learn everything if you watch the location shooting. Yeah. But that is the idea, like, I like going into a movie cold and being like, where did they film that? Where, how did they get, what building did they convert to something else? I'm always surprised when it happens. It turns out it's like, they, oh, we filmed it ultra cheap because we, the janitor was actually the real janitor and he just let us in or something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! It's not the gear shift. Oh boy. You're not that hung, buddy. <laughs> Here's an idea there's blood sucking monsters. Leave the county! They just boned. As I said, they're taking this news of this impending apocalypse remarkably well. Get some gasoline. I'm going with you. Hey, come on now if you sure you want to go. No, what do you need to do? Oh, I like Pretty sure that house wasn't there before. Yeah. Also love how one of the staples of any movie that takes place in a rural setting is always the windmill that just happens to be like dilapidated and all that shit. Hell, where I'm from, that's a thing. Monsters. Oh, oh early digital music. This is very John Carpentery. Now, yeah, even this a little bit. The tones are a little uh, warmer sounding here. He has a very cold. It's simple, but it's not bad. Oh yeah, better than I can compose, and I suck. Actually, that dude, you could do that if you played around. I, I'm not somebody who can use like Fruity Loops or those software packages that came out when we were in like in high school. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not as creative to like press the tones there. But if you gave me a keyboard with a synth built in, I think I could play around enough to get a tone going. I just need to feel it. I need it. I need the tactile aspect of it mm -hmm. versus just clicking on a computer and clicking buttons to make a uh, loop synth, synth for it. I can't do that. My cousin can, but I'm not bad at it, but I'm not great at it. I understand music enough to know that I want to create it, but not enough to know that, to say confidently that I can. I realized if I was ever going to go to school for audio, I actually thought about going to that, what was it, the Ontario Private... Sound Academy or yes. whatever? Metalworks. Uh, yeah, because it, it, but it was like 15 grand for yeah. the school. But I realized I have an ear for what sounds good. And I understand music theory. Mm -hmm. I'm not the greatest at playing it or composing it, but I'm somebody who could tell a band, like if a band is putting something together, I'd be like, it would sound better if you made it sound sort of like this 
or the person doing the editing and tweaking and the engineering aspect to make it sound the best it can, that would be my specialty on it. And those, I, I think the editors are the unsung heroes of records because you could edit an album and, and engineer the album improperly and that's how you get a band that sounds great live but has shit albums. Mm -hmm. Or vice versa. You can make a band that doesn't sound great live sound amazing. Look at that old gas can. Oh, yeah. That's from like the 30s. Is the whole town dead? I guess they've got to be. Also, look at the mold in the walls. That's oh, a, rotary dial. That's a, supposed to be a, a store. If those are zombies fucking There's I'm a done. French Connection and Dirty Harry poster that look awesome. They're huge. Those are movie theater posters. Oh, yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> Look at all the sex dungeony toys they've got there. <laughs> like how there's a bottle of wine or something beside the bed. That's whiskey, I think. Worst. Wait, what, what the. F oh, thank Christ. I thought he had the furriest cock I've ever seen. <laughs> Tell you, that's the worst thing in the world that can happen during that is a phone call. Without going into too many gory details, I've got a phone call during a private moment. And uh, I almost caused someone to wrap their car around a tree because I was very angry at them. Yeah. I didn't want my parents I'll, I'll, to come I'll, up the stairs. <gasps> Wait, boobs! There are boobs! Really? Yeah! Oh, yes, there are. I turned That's look. an awesome John Wayne poster. Are they awesome boobs, though? i, I got to get a better look. Oh, he's got a gun. Oh, Alex, you're such a boy. Oh, yeah, you know what? They're real. Jiggle jaggles. And garter belts are awesome. That does it for me. You know what? I'm not... That's not my thing. You know, people have fetishes. For me, but I just like the whole getup. What? <laughs> but I like the whole getup if, if it's all dressed up fancy like that. I do like that. That's hilarious. I also like this random chase music they're going through. Where we get in the car very slowly because it's a small, small car. Oh, it's not her awesome nitro car anymore. Look at the one woman at the end. Are they all going to do like the thriller dance? Ooh, that was that. Hey, look at the demon babies and kids. John Wayne. Are we gonna? There's Bush. I'm all for nudity, but can we have more zombies? I love that that Revenge of the Nerds has a "We've Got Bush" edition. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I you might not. You might think it's oh, that's that's not PC for today. I'm sorry. Sometimes things are just funny. Well, that was also a, a, a thing of the time, right? Well, it's also a quote the movie was known for. And a movie you could not make today. You can't make it today. But you get that the message behind it was trying to be right. Yeah. But you know what? Things don't have to be politically correct to oh, be... Oh, boy. That's a lot of bush. That is a dark, dark, They're going to turn bush. into zombies that are... Yeah. Also, you notice that Listerine bottles haven't changed in 35 years? Nope. Hey, if you got a design that works. Childproof cap, son. 
Still sounds like they're having sex. For a split second, I thought they were going to break into uh, the the License to Kill theme music, but that didn't come up for a few years later. No. That's my... By the way, trivia. My favorite James Bond song. A View to a Kill or License no, to Kill? No, License to Kill. Last Night. Um, that they, People don't realize... In the GoldenEye game and other movies, they still use some of the parts of that song. Yeah, they still use some of the hits. Some of the yeah, some of the few like the dun, dun, was used in it, and then they merged it with the GoldenEye's. Dun, dun, dun. You know what version I like of James Bond? And this is gonna sound really weird. Uh, the Pussycat Dolls did a version of GoldenEye. It was Nicole something or other. GoldenEye not Goldfinger because Goldfinger is overrated. I didn't like care for the song. I love the movie, but not the song. Favorite songs in order, like top three or four, uh, would be uh, License to Kill, then uh, Living Daylights, View to a Kill, Gold, uh, GoldenEye, and then the rest. Like that, those They must my- have got some money from Coke. Because that's like, I've seen three prominent Coke cans. Well, this. the can, the machine, the signs at the corner. Coca-Cola was, had this big initiative in the late 70s and 80s. Is this a sexy zombie? Probably. But they had a big initiative in the 70s and 80s. The only brand you see is Coke in this. You notice that? Every single thing is Coca-Cola. But they had an initiative in the 70s and 80s to... I guess invest in a lot of low budget movies to get their image out there because that was the when low budget films came into prominence, right? Yeah. So every theater had like three major blockbusters and three or four independent films at the same time. So is this like the sexy ghost vampire? The theme music is like sixties uh, surf music. Yeah. What was, do you ever see 30 Rock? Spooky, blah, 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 nope. blah, blah. There's, a theme, there's that song they made in there. Somebody got an arm. Now that's something you do not see and you don't see it, or uh, you only really saw it in the 70s and 80s. Zombie Toddler? Zombie kids. But even the, that, she looks like four. The only other movie that I ever saw that in was Dawn of the Dead, 1977. And also, Killing Kids was okay in some of these movies. Not okay. It got the R or NC-17. Yeah, there, it's a weird thing with like ratings and stuff. Like, I know Toxic Avenger, they had the head-crushing scene for the kid. It was edited, but they still include the kid getting killed. But, like, there was a... It was graphic. I mean, it was goofy-looking. But... That was in that movie, and that was a point of contention with, you know, film uh, censors. And it's like, well, you can kill everybody, but you can't kill a kid. Same with, uh, same with, like, dogs and pets and stuff. It's always a no-no to kill them. Yeah. Yet, realistically, you're going to have animals and kids and everybody get affected. They just, I guess, choose not to show it. Okay, really, dude? (sighs) Oh, they need the nitrous? Or are they going to... Or maybe they not affected. Maybe. With the nitrous. Or this gotta get high, bitch. I think they are calling him Colonel Sanders, yet he was general earlier. 
suspect they may have fallen victim to bloodshed. What are you going to do about it? I am take evasive action. Dummy, twiddle your thumbs. Yes, Jerry Briscoe. You gonna go in there and put him in a in a rest hold for <laughs> ten minutes? I'll have to show you some Jerry Briscoe stuff. There there was a one where he had a drag fight on back when he was in his fifties, I guess, on on Raw when they were doing the old man versus old man dressed in drag fights because that was a late nineties thing they did. <laughs> Say that's a thing, I guess. Yeah. He was a championship wrestler from the 60s and 70s that worked for Vince now. I'm such a wrestling nerd. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of a dork. Yeah, you... Oh, no. They're going to run the zombie sex nerds. Oh, God. Wait, now? But she's got clothes on. Why? Get out of my way. Why, why does he sounds? She sounds harsher than him. The look on my face, guys, if you could see this. This is ridiculous on a whole new level. Did they just not want to make up her boobies, and that's why they didn't? Well, I'm guessing the actress probably didn't agree to it. <laughs> There's the quote of the movie. So, Knowl- yeah, that's got to be the episode is, description. Knowledge is great, but why do you have to suck the blood out of everybody? <laughs> I also love the zombies just sitting there, just just having casual. Go- oh my god, karate? They just, karate, and it had a gong. Oh, and now she's. Oh my god, did you see that that yes. uh, left hook that hit air? Oh, I didn't know the movie was gonna have a karate scene. You've now had karate nude zombies. I'm yep, okay. I've now officially seen everything. I can retire from the internet. America, what in the is, actual fuck? Isn't that America the Brave? Uh, about 20 years too early, Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> this cupcake I got in my lap. Jesus Christ. Oh, good God. I was kind of hoping it would be like Mel Brooks and Blazing Saddles. Did you, see, you, ever, you ever see Blazing Saddles? No, you know what? I actually haven't. I will show you. I, I will show years. you the clip I'm thinking of. His secretary um, was one of the reasons a 12-year-old Alex was very interested in women at the time when I saw oh, the movie. Lord. Yeah. 
crazy. It's it was insane. She was very attractive. Anyhow, he, he tells her to read him his review my messages. You, what he calls her, you, you wild bitch or something like like it's ridiculous. It's so over the top, ridiculous. That's what I was hoping this would be. <laughs> oh, it's Trump in the office 30 years ago. Oh my god, yeah, just drop a nuke, but fuck off. You know, I, I like how they're handling everything. It's, it's weirdly funny. If this was made today, this would be the part where Charlie Sheen plays the president randomly. <laughs> Back to work. Oh, God. I also see a piece of metal on the road that will easily cut a tire up. Okay. Why did they have to take the nitrous with them? Or the oxygen? I don't know. They never explained that. We can't get away. You know what's funny? That car is probably built to last and it's probably still working now. Like if you find a Toyota from like 1985, it probably still runs and has like two million kilometers on it. Before they started making all the cars here, when they used to actually import them from Japan. I kind of wonder if you're right. The oxygen is saving their, or the nitrous is saving their lives. Yep, they're dead. That's she's, the twist. She's dead. Oh no, rolling up the window, the nitrous in the car is going to save him. Which is remarkably clever. They didn't say if it was nitrous or not. I think it had to be nitrous, right? I think so. Nitrous or oh, something. Or pure laughing oxygen. Gas? What does it say on the side of it? It's hard to read. Because I'm almost positive they didn't say anything. You know what she kind of reminds me of? What? The way she's dressed. Not necessarily in looks, but the way that she's dressed with the makeup and all that, and the earrings. The oldest daughter on the Goldbergs. Oh, Erica, yeah. Nitrous oxide? <laughs> Golly gee! Nuke! Oh yeah, the bomb's gonna drop. Oh, guess we can go home now. Oh, those are Commodore pets, aren't they? What the fuck? Oh, he's just typing onto a... Oh, those aren't Commodore pets, but they look like it. I'm pretty sure my school had those when I was in kindergarten. Nuclear weapons are ungratified. I also love that you can see the refresh rate. Yeah. Oh, because that's right. Those were 30 hertz monitors, so yep. even film cameras could pick it up. Usually only digital picks it up, but when you're filming at 24 frames, you don't see it. 
Mars attacks. We I'm got pretty sure that's a BB gun. We got a nuke him and we got a nuke him now. They licensed some songs in some Republic domain. Probably, yeah. Probably local bands like that were easy to get. Yeah, like hey, who wants some exposure? The music's not bad. No, it's it's surprisingly not terrible. We saved the universe. Oh, Julie. Oh, Jeff. Boom. We mushroom cloud background? Is that what we're going to get? That's what I'm guessing. Yep. And then it just ends with like the Terminator dream sequence. <laughs> well, they were smart enough to use actual stock footage of, of a mushroom cloud. They're really sucking face. All right, Jesus. guys, we need you to make out for a minute. And we're going to throw nuke footage behind you. This is some nuclear weapons footage I've never seen before. Thank you. Oh, it'd be hilarious if he bombed the wrong city. <laughs> no, sir, it's me, Major Good. <laughs> okay. So they missed and bombed the Methodists. I mean, at least the, the Methodist threat is finally. Yeah, gone. clearly, you know, the most dangerous threat facing us besides the communists. So it's just a, a town of bloodsuckers? Yeah, just a town of bloodsuckers, just hanging out. Gold! I struck gold! What the fuck? He's a gold prospector. You know what? This is actually kind of funny. I want to see if at the end, if it has credits, if this was a song made for them. It would have to be. There's zombie babies! Yep. At least they didn't make the kids eat anybody. Yeah, I was waiting for that. Or for them to chop the head I off I think it would have been funny if they gave a baby, like, a severed finger to chew on. That would be funny. So we see your executive producer, president, chairman of one of those corporations. 
so the names, most of them have one name. Big John Burnt. Brigham. Ralph Rhodes was the director. Or Glenn Coburn, sorry, was the writer-director. Pat Paulson was the president. President's playmate. Blood-sucking codgers. Yeah, they got their own theme song. It's kind of catchy. Big John Brigham only ever did one movie. He must have been locally known for something. Stunts and kung fu choreography. <laughs> and a hydraulic crane. A veterinarian? Oh, for the... The animals and the sheep. Chicken Not... wrangler. So they weren't hurt. Demotivator. Uncoordinator. Jerry Jets. Musical soundtrack. They're out for blood. Annie Armstrong. They're out for blood. They're out for blood probably is... Bloodsucker theme by John England. You can buy the soundtrack for this. Yeah, so all Dallas. So I want to see if they think like a school. University of Texas Arlington, that's where they filmed it. Like the... the, the they must have, yeah. Like the set. Because well, where else would they have had the... Uh, uh, for them to do a speech in front of all the, the theater, theater, theater seating? So that was Bloodsuckers from Outer Space. Is it worth picking up? Oh, you could write to the president of the company at that time if you had questions about the film. They probably wanted to start like a fan club or something. So like I said, this was uh, Bloodsuckers from Outer Space provided to us from... Who is this from again? This is Vinegar Syndrome. Vinegar Syndrome. Definitely restoring movies that you may not necessarily have seen. Definitely worth checking out. Basically, a lot. most of the stuff they put out is what you would have found as the staple of your old video rental library. Very much like like, like those big box yeah, VHSs. Yeah, it would have been the ones that came in the clamshell cases. Remember they used to have to cut the old box to fit inside of the rental boxes? Yeah. It's that sort of feel. The idea of when you used to go to a store and it was like, rent three for a weekend for five bucks, and you'd go, I'm going to pick something random. Yeah, this is definitely one of those random choices. Definitely, if you're a fan of that... That kind of Joe Bob Briggs B-movie cinema type thing. This isn't terrible. I was more entertained than I thought I was going to be. Yeah, it had some fun moments for sure. Yeah, as Alex said, going into cold with these, I'm usually not the biggest fan. But this was surprisingly entertaining. Once it picked up about 20 minutes in, it really got going. And I thought, basically, past the last act of the movie was very strange. And um, I get what they were going for. I I have a feeling this is probably one of their first films, if maybe the only film they had produced at that point mm-hmm. for most of the people. But yeah, I like the fact that it was just one of those productions where they got local people, even the music was local, and they all put it together. Yeah, so definitely something for uh, for you to check out. Uh, Alex will have a little bit more uh, in-depth coverage for this? or uh, Basically go into some of the special features, uh, but for the most part we covered everything anyway mm-hmm. of what's there. You're going to want to buy it to see it because that's the whole point of getting a disc that has all the special features is you want to actually go through it yourself. Plus if you want to see Kung Fu Naked Zombies, yeah, pick it this up. is your one-stop and, shop. You know, just in case we don't have anything uh, else out the same day, this is a happy Halloween from us. So yeah, enjoy Bloodsucker from Outer Space. So for Twig, we have been Alex. I've been Mike the Birdman Dodd saying live free or die hard and beware of those bloodsuckers from outer space.
Okay, son, now you're starting to scare the viewers. Just act normal. I'd ask you to do the same, but I'm afraid that ship has sailed. Why are there so many ostriches? But you have a game that is dipped in a bit of a Ropey, thick, window cocking. <laughs> so guys, we'll be right back right here on This Week in Geek, only on thisweekingeek.net and many other sites where I syndicate this crap because I'm a media slut. <laughs> <laughs> I like turtles. Loose like your mom. That's right. No fisting, you say. Anything else you object to? Me likey tater tots. You've been listening to This Week in Geek. Check out our website at thisweekingeek.net for more geek content. And subscribe to our podcast through iTunes or any podcatcher. If you'd like to comment on this episode, head to this episode post on thisweekingeek.net and comment through Facebook Connect. Or you can call our voicemail live at 817-717-7202. Follow and message us on Twitter at thisweekingeek. And check out our Instagram at twig underscore official underscore podcast. And if you're the good old-fashioned email type, send us an email at feedback at thisweekingeek.net. We'll see you next time. And remember, lower your shields and surrender your listenership. <laughs>